yeah, Syl is basically Jesus and Mary and the egg from the Easter Bunny. Hey, folks, this is your official spoiler warning for whatever topic we're discussing today. Also, be warned, we use strong language. So if that's not for you, turn back now. What's up? Happy Easter, I guess. People, yeah, you're not going to hear this on Easter, but it's Easter when we're making it. Yeah. We don't really celebrate Easter. No. Uh, in any way at we all. We like chocolate. Yeah, the day after Easter. I've definitely been stocking up on specialty candies that only show up around Easter. <laughs> That's like, the, there's no reason for them not to be around, but you yeah. can't sell eggs after no, Easter. No, egg-shaped candy on any other day of the year would be weird. That's obscene. <laughs> Welcome to episode nine of Six Figures, Two Vehicles, and a Playset. Six Figures, Two Vehicles, and a Playset. missed a week and that's gonna happen from time to time yes so but we're back and we're better than ever yeah we are doing our follow-up episode to the all-time greatest episode of subspecies subspecies and what's sub of subspecies but the wonderful movie species species it's like a um one of those cross multiplying things where it like cancels out yeah, as it's it just gets, we're missing a part of it some somewhere. It's just streamlining as it goes forward. Yeah. It gets better. It doesn't need to say some species like, now. It's just species. Exactly. The next one will be just spec, and then p. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you should have listened. You should have watched species because we told you to. Right. And if you presuming are, that you listen to the last you like episode, us, you should trust. Our taste that we're not going to steer you wrong, probably. exactly. Or we'll tell you, like, hey, this is a trash movie, but <laughs> yeah. you'll enjoy it. But just in case you're uh, being cool enough to listen to our podcast, but you didn't do the homework, right? Uh, here's a very brief summary of Species it is about some stupid doctors who get DNA from an alien. And they use it, they mix it with human DNA, and they make an alien girl. And she escapes, and she wants to mate. And that's basically the whole movie. It's a real trashy movie. It's great. It's uh, actually really cool. It is very cool. Like It has a lot more sort of like movie street cred it should, than a movie yeah. of its caliber should. There are some elements of the movie that make it better than what it should be. Yeah, it's like I think a lot of people see the creature design and they kind of know that it's like a kind of a sexy alien. Yeah. And that's H.R. Giger is involved. Giger makes it really you, incredible. So you either think it's just, oh, it's an alien ripoff. Why would I bother watching that? Yeah, and or no way. it's just a titty movie. Right. And it is a titty it's movie. It's both. <laughs> but, <laughs> But it is, I don't think it's actually no, that much it, of an alien ripoff. No. It's like. I mean, obviously there are similarities in the design of the creature because the same guy. Like, yeah, totally. You know, created the works. So. Uh, but I like, I like this movie. I am unabashed yeah. in my like for this movie. Same. I enjoy it. I, I guess uh, we'll probably talk some more about. Yeah, what the as movie we go. Is, as for we sure. Go. So. Um, um, do you want to. This is like, I, I enjoy this movie quite a lot. But I think you really love this movie. I like, it holds a really special place in your heart. It does, because it was definitely one of the first, like, 
R-rated movies. Oh, that yeah. I, okay. This Dude, is going to be complicated. Seeing maybe. Natasha Henstridge in her various states of um, undress, I guess, Yeah. are like... If that's the first, like, sexy stuff you see on TV, you're ruined forever for any <laughs> other woman's body. I mean, I don't know if... She is a very beautiful woman. I'm saying. Um, so Which the way... a really high bar. I don't remember the year that this movie came out, but it was a, it was a point in my life where... Was, I think it was 95. No, okay, 95. I'm so, not 100% sure, though. So that means I would have been 14. Yeah. Okay. So... I was too young to go see a movie like this oh, yeah. in the theater. Yeah. And and of course my parents they were pretty strict about what we did in front of them. Correct. If that made sense. But so somehow I want to say maybe even at the school library oh I got gosh. a hold of the novelization of species. Oh shit. Right. Uh, novels books were where I got a lot of my early like erotica porn. That's porn, right? It's erotica. I yeah. remember reading like Disclosure by uh-huh. Michael Crichton, and that's got some pretty explicit shit in it. I've actually never read it. Okay. It's, I don't I remember. I mean, I'm familiar with the, the movie or whatever, so. I don't remember much about it. Yeah. But I remember that like the very first scene is like the thing that sets off the movie. So it's right. this crazy like sex scene. Right. And there's at least one more in the movie, I think. And I remember like Salem's Lot. Oh, yeah. Has some uh, very mild erotica going on. But. The novelization for Species oh, and seeing the trailer oh, yeah. for Species, yeah, yeah. I could put make that connection yep. of, I never saw it until years later, right? but because I watched it, I watched the trailers all the time and I read the book. You had built it up in I, your mind. I knew what yeah. happened in this movie and I could picture exactly. And right. I don't know if that makes, if that makes it better or worse because I'm not imagining stuff. I'm like seeing stuff. But you hadn't seen the movie. So you were like... But I had you seen were creating the creature, your own you know? fantastical world yeah. of, spe- of not subspecies. <laughs> You're creating your you. own. That would be me. I would be creating my own fantastical world of subspecies. But. So yeah, like species before I even saw it, I loved it because it was a cool, crazy story. It had sexy stuff in it. Right. And I kept seeing those trailers. So right. uh, yeah. And little did you know that there was like actually some pretty cool stuff in the movie. Yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty cool movie, yeah. man. I think it's pretty good. It's good. Well, we'll start off with the the characters and I I guess I, I guess I'll just start off and we'll yeah. see how it goes. We gotta do Syl first. Obviously. Um Syl is our main character. That's Natasha Henstridge. She's a gorgeous blonde woman. Um maybe Maybe Syl gets three toys. I think it would be fair to get three figures. Because I'm thinking it might be cool to... I have four. Oh. But continue. Well, okay, so I'll do my three, and then if I yeah. miss some out. So so the first one is Child Syl. Yes. And I think maybe Child Syl should, to skip a little ahead, come with the playset. Because the playset... Yeah. I Same. think it makes sense to just be like the lab. The lab, even, totally. Even though, and then maybe you could, we're kind of jumping ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that Child Sill, um, played by Are a you young... Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why I can ever remember her name. Oh, really? I wanted to say Michelle Rodriguez, but oh. I obviously know <laughs> that That would be a her. different movie, but yeah. Um, she would come out of there like fighting and like, yeah. guns and stuff. <laughs> You're saying like oh yeah, so Syl. like young Syl, we we see like a very brief glimpse of her as like maybe a four, three, four, five year old kid. You're right, yeah. Through because the glass, they're like, like showing really quickly how like what has it been like 
seven months or something. I don't. I don't it's remember. Like, I think it's like sub a year that she has grown from right. like ovum to thirteen-year-old right. girl. Yeah, they're like. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Like they're scared by her development. Oh, yeah, because, absolutely. Yeah, it's kind of interesting the way the movie just sort of like you get the little the little scroll of the some basic info, right? And then it just opens up and we're gassing a child, dude. Like. <laughs> Like, okay, so uh, once again, with so many movies that you'd seen and I had never seen, you just like kept, you're like, we got to watch Species. That sometimes, we, you know, at some point you, you got to agree to watch it, please. Like, just, you'll like it. And so I'm like, okay, fine. I trust you enough that like we can watch this movie. <laughs> and that's the first fucking thing I see is them <laughs> using cyanide to poison a child inside of an enclosure. And I was just like, what? is he making me watch <laughs> yeah, they do a good job of giving the movie like gravitas dude i mean it's brutal because you got ben kingsley right is serious the, like, actor the doctor, like, yeah and uh way too good for this movie yeah oh yeah <laughs> uh i mean natasha Enstridge is too good for totally this movie, even uh, she, she was nobody then she's like the reason why right it has people's attention right also. um but yeah i'm thinking like teenage sill right uh would be in her like scrubs. She's wearing yes, like, the, like a hospital, like a hospital gown, gown or whatever. Um, and then maybe she could come with the like conductor's uniform, or, or she like steals clothes later. She from has a like bag. baggy like yellow clothes. Or oh, because she just picks up a random a bag. bag and puts on whatever that yeah. is. Maybe that's not necessary. I don't think the change of clothes is that big of a deal. I do think she should come with the cyanide bottles. Oh damn! Well, if she's coming with the playset, that would yeah, be perfect for sure. Um. So, but like the the first like standalone sill figure, yeah, uh, should just be like the various girl like pretty girl versions of sill, right? Where you have her in the like conductor's outfit, or not? I keep saying conductor, it's but the, it's like, the the, the attendant. ticket checkers, yeah, outfit, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's but so she did funny. steal somebody's. I don't know if the hat looked like a conductor. The hat. it was it was the like the woman because there's the that wonderful lady who checks on her. And then comes back later, and she's like a short, wide woman. And then when Natasha Henstridge puts on her outfit, it fits perfectly. Oh well, that's a good point. I did not <laughs> even think about that. Look, she had it tailored. Okay, it's just alien <laughs> magic. That's that she like used her alien powers yeah. to like adjust it and yeah. stuff. Fine, you're totally, right. Totally makes sense. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you do like that. You have like the kind of wedding dress thing that she wears. That was my pick for like main character Syl. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't wear anything more than once. So it's like, you've got the, the wedding dress. You have the kind of club outfit where she has like a fuzzy sweater. Which she rips off like two minutes into being there because she looks around. She's like, wait, everybody's sluttier than me. I gotta (laughs) take off my shirt. I I can't compete. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> have this ugly shirt on uh and then you could maybe in that same toy you could even do the the black hair outfit from from the end of the movie yeah so we're, we're looking at like a like a i don't know what, what kind of what size should these figures be like like uh, so i i i sort of had a jokey thought that doesn't really like mean <laughs> anything but like i thought maybe that all the figures should be 5.16 inches scale <laughs> you gotta explain why <laughs> i know i know why but you gotta explain so why. according to some report that came out i don't know some years ago um the average 
length of a human fetus in this study was 5.16 inches. And so, I don't know. It's just like, it's a gag. You hear it. Sometimes people talk about it in regards to, to sexual things. And I just think H.R. Giger really would have appreciated that. He definitely would have. Or what? Is he still alive? No, R.I.P. He passed oh, okay. away in like 2015 or 14, I think. Oh, bummer. Hopefully he... Um, he is in a, a out, like, magical place of his own <laughs> visionary creation. But I guess, yeah, we do. Like, 5.1 inch uh, scale figures, obviously, it's that's silly. not going to help It's a silly anybody. joke. It's fine. Uh, that might. This might be another one that Mezco would work good for. I was going to say something bigger size. Like, I almost want to say Barbie. <laughs> you do a, a, a species Barbie. That would be something. I mean... They've done like Darth Vader inspired uh, Barbie. Yeah, they totally so, like, have. He's a fascist dictator who murders billions of people. Syl's just trying to get laid. Like, yeah, she just wants to get it in. You know, she killed some and rapey very guys. Swiftly out. She did. She also killed some very lovely, nice people who were just trying to help her. So it's a bummer. I wouldn't say she's a monster. No, not at all. She's certainly not worse than Darth Vader. Let's say that. No, that's true. Syl is a Syl deserves a, a Barbie. Hashtag Syl deserves a Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting this campaign. I'm going to be the only one who tweets it. No, I'm going to moveon.org right now, and we're making this. <laughs> it's the happen. important issues in the world right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Barbies. It is. I don't see any reason not to do Barbies. This is great. And then the third one is the monster Syl. Obviously, you know, yeah. I, I was kind of picturing something with like removable rubber parts, so she could have like the the bulgy cheeks changing. So I face. think that could be like an intermediate head, uh huh, that comes with one of the Barbie versions. I would think it would come with the more human sill. Okay, so you can show a little bit that she's a monster, and then she has like a different head that has like the the prosthetic cheekbones mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i wrote down like romulan sill <laughs> like, <agree. laughs> it's not you know it's just some yeah. prosthetic slapped it's on somebody's face lazy sci-fi like, lazy star trek aliens yeah. totally romulan but Sil then they crazy. have like the full on with like all the tubes and tentacles yeah everywhere. it's like there's the point where she becomes either a cgi character yeah. or a, a like animatronic character right Oh, Natasha Hinstridge, Natasha Hinstridge, Natasha Hinstridge, anime. Correct. Or, or PlayStation 1 game. Right. You're <laughs> off set for today, Natasha. Yeah, we'll see you later. Like... I wonder if she did the voice, like all the... Oh, that would be funny. Could you, you imagine? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> so I I was I looked at the IMDb um, and there's a guy who is credited as oh, Syl. Really? As alien cell. Oh, okay. And so I was like, which one? Because some of them were clearly CG. So there, yeah. I mean, unless he did the voice, there wouldn't have been a body actor. And also, he's like a, I mean, you know, let's just say he couldn't easily pass off as Natasha Henstridge. Right, of course. So I'm not seeing where he would have been like a body double actor right. it, well, at any maybe, point. Maybe like, I'm saying it was if an animatronic, but maybe the, it was a big puppet yeah, or something. Yeah. I know in the second movie they have a puppet of the the Patrick creature, oh. which is the other. I don't know if we've ever watched Species. I've two, seen it. But, yeah. Okay. Like there's it's been a, a scene time, in that movie where he's it's practical. He's gallops across oh. the room, and it is 
That's crazy. Horrifying. And it's real. Yeah. Like it's it's a thing with legs and Oof. shit. It's like if Snuffleupagus went wrong or something. So okay, so alien so cell cell creature doll. Like because I think you could pull off with a Barbie, you could have like a rubber helmet okay. that goes over the top of her yeah. head and has like the the, the ridges. rubber heads yeah. and like tentacles that come off. Uh, and then she could wear like a little rubber cap over her arms and chest and uh-huh. over her leg pieces. Well, like one of my favorite Barbies, this is like the most iconic Barbie to me, is the one where she's like in a dress, but you open the waist of the dress and it's a bag. Oh, yeah. I've and seen you can keep her accessories and stuff in the bag while she wasn't wearing it as like a ball gown or whatever. Oh, so, shit. like, you have a lot of options of like, accoutrement mm-hmm. <laughs> that you can have that exists as you know barbie dolls there's stuff. like a couple of different batman figures that mm-hmm. exist that have like rubber it's like it like goes over the hips and the feet right to be like armor it, or... it's like bruce wayne to batman yeah and then another thing is there's these um i want to call it max power but i think i'm just thinking Think of, of like brett's child or the yeah or the <laughs> the homer simpson gag yeah yeah uh, but there's definitely some toys that are like like Action Man or something where you buy the core guy, yeah, and then you can buy different outfits. Right, and a lot of them have rubber faces. Oh my god! Because like they're I'm pretty He's like sure in disguise. There's or an, a Freddy Krueger huh? of that that you can put the Freddy Krueger face over. Oh my god! So you could use that technology, yeah, to make this the totally sil- It'd be like a silicone like thing over it. it it could be made out of a new yeah, material called it. silicone oh get it <laughs> i was just gonna say that like if you need to lube it to get it on the doll that would still be accurate it would like you know there's tons of lube in that production shitload of ky yeah yeah so that, that i'm just saying was... maybe there's like a barbie ky cross well the children shouldn't be buying a sill doll probably no so. right i mean look if we're gonna make full-on alien sill then you know barbie's not gonna want to deal with that <laughs> it's true so she's got to have the working tentacle nipples right so uh, you that, know this is a fantasy barbie like line yeah i mean i'm just thinking about you <laughs> like hey mattel i have a great opportunity <laughs> for you <laughs> he imagined the false outrage over that oh just like you're tormenting our children i mean look <laughs> I'm, i don't have kids i will never have kids but like i probably wouldn't want a small child of having a doll with tentacle nipples that's just a lot for a kid to deal with yeah how do you explain that <laughs> listen some older people are kind of pervy and they think this is really awesome i mean i wouldn't want my kid to have a joker toy so. fair i mean i'm <laughs> just, just saying. like geez at least not like a heath ledger joker or like Oof. a yeah like a uh suicide squad joker. jared leto yeah. yeah i don't want anyone to have a jared no. leto no. figure <laughs> so we we, yeah, we talked about the tentacle nipples yeah. that's important uh what all other features should this little barbie have <laughs> Tentacle I mean, that's important. It, it is. I'm thinking like you could like have a little little handle on the back where you like push it in and it sticks out the tentacle oh nipples. Oh my god! And then you can like control Wiggle it. Wiggle them around. So you can use, or they could just be uh, bendy. So yeah, the, I think the the because there's some that come out of like her head too, or uh, um, just, I think so. I think so. There's that crazy animated scene with all the yeah that she doesn't the utilize the tentacle nipples no. very often. 
there's but like, yeah, I think it should be like some bendy wire things that you can like wrap around the other figures. That's totally more Gotta, practical. I like yeah. that a lot, though. I like to think of things from a play standpoint rather like I think you probably think of it more as like a collectible or photo. I, I definitely am a big on being able to, yeah. to pose it. Whereas yeah. I'm like, can I smash them together in my fake <laughs> playtime? You might get some weird uh, looks if you made like an action feature toy line about an R-rated uh, sexy movie. Yeah, that would be pretty weird, but <laughs> here we are. Who cares? Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's probably fine. Maybe like that sill could be like a big deluxe one and she could even come with like the little baby. The little like devil Ooh, baby. Yeah. Uh, with his like uh, frog tongue. Yeah, there were a lot of <laughs> interesting choices at the end of the movie that I would maybe we need to watch the like director's commentary. I don't know if I've ever watched that one. Is there like HR Geiger Geeker a commentary? Because that's really I want to be him. I want to hear what he has to say about. I would love that. the design of Sill and the train, which we haven't talked about yet. No, but we will. But we will. We will. Uh, yeah, I, I actually... So I learned... Most of what I learned about the production of, of Species, I learned from a video on YouTube from a fella uh, who does good, bad movies. Okay. And he does a series where he goes through movies that are, like, un, underappreciated good, or bad. whatever. Yeah, so he broke down Species and gotcha. talks about, like, kind of the crazy shit that went down to produ- in the production very highly recommend that video maybe i'll put a link to it yeah so yeah i guess that covers sill pretty well i mean well we already talked about ben kingsley yes um the the thing that's weird is that there's a couple of uh there's like a a pretty big cast in this movie yeah of uh and they're all like real actors oh yeah um but like they don't all have a whole lot to do no like so ben kingsley is the scientist who created sill he's like correct he's in charge of the program yeah that created her and they, they even gave him depth like made him feel guilty for trying having to kill her right and like but he knows he has to get rid of her well right uh but especially he's after you know spoilers she starts murdering dudes yeah yeah uh that i guess we didn't really talk about that but like the worry in this movie the the main driving force of our our protagonists is they they want to stop Syl before she reproduces right. because uh, a female of this type would only be able to like give birth however long it takes, but a male could, could go around constantly. impregnating right. tons of people. So then you just quickly take over the planet and it's yeah. just over with. Well, right, and they're adult by seven months or yeah. however long it was. But... Super fast, right? Um, and. And so they, they're trying to basically save the world by killing Syl before she can reproduce. Right. So I guess, I don't know how important it is for people to know that. <laughs> but uh, so Ben Kingsley is just like, it's Ben Kingsley. like It's Ben Kingsley in like a lab coat at one point. Yeah, some and then, of the time, just like a suit. Then he's, yeah, a lot of times he seems to be in like turtlenecks, mm. like all black black slacks, black turtleneck. It's that basic good looking dude. Yeah, outfit. he's just like well-dressed here to fuck shit up i mean as far as his toy maybe he comes with one of the flamethrowers from the end of the movie because he's he's there at the end and a clipboard something like (laughs) that not a whole lot to talk about really the next character is and all and also the most boring other boring character is alfred molina yeah 
Yeah. What I mean, what was the point of him? Like he was some kind of doctor. I wrote it down, but octopus. I don't remember. An octopus doctor. Do- it's Doctor Octopus. Oh my God! Shut up. You were just obnoxious. <laughs> you're such a punk he's supposed to be a biologist he is a a doctor of anthropology oh okay i looked it up (laughs) she's the molecular biologist okay so the deal with these characters they bring in a team of specialists to help them hunt her down and kill her which weirdly didn't have a single fbi profiler didn't have like they had a a psychiatrist they had a shitty psychic they had Forrest Whitaker, <laughs> who occasionally um, gave them such sage wisdom as, she went that way. Something bad happened here. Something bad happened here. <laughs> he walks into a room with that's covered in a dead woman and a cocoon. And a cocoon and goes, of, like, unearthly slime. And he's like, something bad something happened bad here. Something bad happened here, Fitch. <laughs> I can bad. just feel it. <laughs> and, and... Oh, and... He he senses still at the hotel at the very end. Yeah. After she has murdered Alfred Molina. <laughs> he I can't even tell if the movie is trying to make fun of him. I know. Because there's a, there's several times we, we kind of just glossed Sorry. over yeah. Alfred Molina, but that's fine. Like Dan is his name. Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. He's supposed to, he's a psychic and like is clearly is a psychic. He definitely does occasionally know things that he shouldn't know just by being in the situation. It it like rarely matters. Right. But then the other things where he's like, the car that she steals is pointed in a direction with the door open. And then there's a whole bunch of activity going on straight ahead. And he's like, she went that way. Yeah. Yeah. Th- oh, did she? <laughs> oh, I had no I think, fucking clues, Dan. How I, did you figure this one out? I think he 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 walks up and to the car that yeah. ran out of gas, and he goes, "She walked from here." They're <laughs> <laughs> oh like, "No, she levitated." But there's several times where, like, it's clear that he is psychic Agreed. to some extent. Agreed. Like, he senses like her nightmares. Yeah, he like. He, he knows sees... when he puts his hand on the door, he can sense that, uh, that press. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, Mark, Laura, press and Laura, <laughs> Laura are fucking each oh, yeah. other. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he can also sense that Syl and, uh, Dr. Octopus are fucking each other. Right. So he, at least, I mean, it could just be that he heard them fucking. Right. And you don't, he knows it's their room and he hears like, a guy and a girl. Yeah. He's like, I would hmm, love it's... to, we're going to have to watch the yeah, director's commentary. Will. Cause like. There's there's several times where it's comedic, and yeah. then there's several times where it's played for serious. You're Absolutely. supposed to be like, if he wasn't there, they wouldn't have gotten that. Yeah. Next step. Yeah. Uh, oh man, yeah. such a weird character. Yeah. Uh, he. I mean, what would he? He would just if we do Dan. He would have to come with like four oversized sweaters and a Long Island and a bunch tea. of beanies. Uh, wait, no, but I thought Alfred Molina drank the tea. They both. They both. Did. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, because like, he gets. That's why he's not supposed to have seen it. Is because he was drunk, right? Yeah. Like I forgot uh, about that. I mean, they never really got a good look at her. That's right. one of the things they make a point at of is that it's it's from the '90s, so technology wasn't quite there, and like yeah, every time she's phones. like zoomed way out, yeah. and and so that's why when she just dies and cuts her hair, it completely fools them. Yeah. Um, I think that's fine. Totally. It, it's it's fine that I mean shit if I meant his empath skills not his visual observation oh skills. I see I see 
Because, yeah, like, I mean, sure, it's just Alfred a random Molina, hot lady. If, yeah, if, if in uh, different clothes, huge sunglasses, right? And like long black hair or like yeah. blunt. She, like, it was a lot hair. shorter then. Yeah, so you're like, I don't know. I don't know. Natasha Hentridge. I mean, look, up in I'd my remember because Natasha Hentridge. But... Well, I don't know. If you'd never seen her before, you'd just be like, this hot lady wants to bone me. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd want to go with it. Uh huh. But I would also be extremely suspicious. I know I would be and confident look, I was going to be murdered. Yeah, like no shame to Alfred Molina, but like it's not like Brad Pitt or something. Right. Like he's a, a handsome dude, but yeah. But Weirdly, Natasha Henstridge is not going to walk up to you and be like, "Hey, let's go to your hotel room." Probably not unless you're actually Doctor Octopus. Maybe she Although senses your power. Yeah. Your intelligence. She's like, and you got four extra arms. Oh, hey, look, whatever. What do those... She's like, she, she's got tentacles. She, she's like, I've got tentacles. got tentacles. We can keep each other. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, Alfred Molina doesn't do a whole lot in the movie other than he does it actually die. impregnate Syl. Yeah. Maybe he could, like, when you squeeze his legs together, oh, he could no. come. No. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> or, or he has uh, a. Uh, like a button you push and all of his clothes just fall off oh my god because he sheds those clothes really fast, fast as it's i mean like... again if natasha Hentridge is down <laughs> you you make sure that you are not the barrier to the situation that's, that's all i'm saying you're like khakis whatever you gone. need <laughs> whatever you don't want get it out of here let me know uh I think maybe Dan just yeah yeah like so I think we got Doctor Octopus covered yes 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 I think we kind of got Dan covered too yeah I definitely agree with the Long Island Ice Teas yeah like that's a, that's such a funny and memorable scene. oh yeah and well as and a they kid, all need to come with sport coats too because they are all variously in sport coats at like different times yeah. throughout yeah oh no even Mark Helgenberger oh does Laura she have, oh she has the shoulder she pads. has the most ridiculous <laughs> shoulder pads in her sport coat. Her blazer. Seriously, okay, we haven't talked like at all about Mark Helgenberger, but she's beautiful. Oh yeah, she is a stunner, and they put her in the ugliest fucking clothes I've ever seen in my life. And her haircut's rough it's too. It's really like a shame. I mean, I guess maybe that was like in Natasha's contract. She's like, if there's another woman in this movie, you are gonna like really dumpy her down. Like, I mean, they can both shine. They they have different uh, different roles. I remember being, when I watched the movie for the first time, I remember being caught off guard by how attractive she was. Totally. And what what else is she from? She's from one of the SVUs? Um, I think it's a CSI. A CSU? I don't know. I watched it religiously because... Special kind of Crime Scene her, Universe. I don't remember. I've watched all of those shows and it's been like 15 years or something. Yeah, yeah, we can. Let's do Mark Mark Helgenbergen next. Yes, Helgenbergen. I just wanted to make sure we were done with Dan. Oh yeah, sorry. Because you said so, you said uh, outfits. Yeah, yeah, the uh, beanie. The beanie, maybe that's removable. Totally. Well, he wears several different ones. I'm pretty sure he does. Yeah, they're different they all colors look like, and patterns and knit by. Some of them look machine knit. Some they, of them look hand knit. They almost look like doilies. Yeah. It's like he just steals the doilies from people's houses and he puts some elastic puts them on top of his like, head. I mean, that's actually kind of cute. That's what he did. <laughs> He's like, I, my grandma uh, used this doily and... Um, I just like to keep it with I me re- all the time. I have a memory. I remember her by it. I hope his hat doesn't have any sort of like special significance <laughs> that we're like shitting on. No, I don't I don't know what those hats just are. Just bad fashion choices. I, I mean, I've seen a lot of people who wear them. It's a, 
it's a fine look like yeah it's as good as any other hat it it definitely um gives you a some preconceived notions of what this character is going to be like. That's true. If you had any of the cast members in the hat and that oversized ratty sweater. Yeah. Like I would be like, I know this character. (laughs) (laughs) I have met several people like this character. Uh, so yeah, long Island iced tea. Totally. The, the, the long Island iced tea in this movie I'm sorry, I have so many, like, no, I wanna... childhood uh, it things. make you want to... I wanted Long Island Iced Tea so bad because <laughs> because the whole deal is that he doesn't realize it's alcoholic, Well, yeah, because right? it tastes so incredible. And so I'm just like, that is the liquor for me, please. Yes. Give me as much Long Island Iced Tea as you can because if it tastes great, I'm happy. Then I'm you great. die. <laughs> That's bad. The Marg Helgenberger plays... Yes. Dr. Laura Baker. Great. I'm glad you... I have it written down, but I didn't remember it. Oh, yeah. And she is a molecular biologist? Molecular biology. I guess... I don't know why that needed to be there to chase this girl down and kill her. I don't... I don't know. They... There's a lot of questions. <laughs> um, Yeah, there's a lot of questions about, like, who chose this crew? Who thought that this, like, encompassed all of the needs for this project? Because there's only, like, four dudes. I'm saying dudes as like a gender neutral for folk for people's specialists for people's and presumably none of them except for press has any like military training or anything not that they mentioned that I can remember so like uh, early on in the movie just Michael Madsen with a gun I mean that's basically every Michael Madsen role just Michael Madsen with a gun or a bible what does he have a Bible in? He's in a, some Jesus movies. Oh, no. It's not because he's a Jesus, I don't think. It's because he's cheap. Oh, that's fair. And has no scruples. Christian money like, spends uh, just as good as anybody else's. Yeah. It's just like, with more guilt. Like John Voight is in Christian movies because he believes it. Oh, yeah. Yikes. Uh, I mean, I didn't have any like great love for John Voight no, or anything. No, but... he just, his balls did a good thing. Fair. So, yeah, I think... Um, are we are we talking about press now? Well, we we started talking about Laura. Oh yeah, uh, Laura, the frumpiest clothes imaginable. Yeah, she needs to have like Boxy four fuck. four different outfits that are sized to fit Michael Madsen, <laughs> and then you just give it right on over to Marge. <laughs> Marge. Marg. Marg. What a weird name. Is it's, it Marg or is it Marge? It's Marg, but I think it's short for Margaret. Right, but. But her name is literally Marg Helgenberger. Okay, because I feel I keep feeling like I'm saying it wrong. But okay, so Marg. Marg. It's hard to say. It is. It is. Uh, it's hard to say without saying her last name. Yeah, Mark you're right. Marg Helgenberger. Marg Helgenberger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. So you give her like basically like mid '90s men's clothes, and, and oh, she does have like a white kind of floral shirt when okay. she seduces. Michael Madsen and it's like the ugliest shirt I've ever seen it's pretty life. ugly but it's, it's on Mark Helgen but it's on her and then she takes it off so it's all fine uh I remember her in the lab coat mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. she's definitely a lab coat oh I think everybody's in a lab she's coat got at the some point. gigantic glasses oh yeah she's got uh, they sh- she should also have the like full uh containment suit oh yeah for her and press yeah because like that's a pretty crazy scene that scene is nuts. i love that scene oh yeah it would be neat to have like a a, a three pack or a two pack of her and press in the, and the little like incubation yeah unit. and it could like 
when you push a button, it could pulse. It inflates out. The little, like, like sack comes oh, out. Oh, it's like those squeezy things, you know, that, like... Yeah, like a koosh ball or yeah, a Yeah, or, like, ball. the creepy guy and his eyes shoot yes. out when you squeeze them. I don't know what those are called. I don't know either, but... But everyone knows exactly what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I love that scene. That That's it's the wild. scene in the movie that I always forget about. Yeah. Because it, it's kind of like nothing really comes of it. No. But also, it's fucking crazy. It feels like a scene straight out of, like, Alien or, like, that Life movie. That, that movie, that scene in Life is very it's much the so same similar. as this. It even go, comes down to the whole, like, I've got to burn the, burn the room. Get out of there. i got to burn the room. Right. Like, that. that's interesting. I didn't make that connection. Yeah, yeah. This little noggin up here is full of such useless information. <laughs> well, Marg, I mean, yeah, the humans don't do a lot. No, they they're going to come with but... like a few interest. I mean, it's a talking movie for the most part. Yeah, like, yeah. This with is some brief. Action there's some scenes. short action scenes. There's some monster stuff that goes on. But like, as far as the characters, like they don't really undergo any major transformations mm-hmm. on of their person. Like just clothes. There's a few clothes changes. Yeah, we just the only person we haven't covered is is Preston, Michael Madsen's yeah. character. Um he has to definitely at least be able to go down to his wife beater. Okay. Yeah, he's got that like dad bod. Yeah. Where he's you're like he's man. He's just very barrel chested. You just don't see people shaped like him in in like it's, lead action it's roles not cool very often. Anymore. Uh Yeah, I'm trying to think of like him and like Tom Sizemore. Yeah. And like uh Jim Belushi, not Jim not Belushi, Jim the other Belushi, John Belushi, John Belushi has a couple of roles in, he, I think it's Red Heat, oh, okay. where I don't he's know. still kind of a comic relief, gotcha. but, but he's also meant to be like a capable cop, right? and he's just like that shape, gotcha, you know, it's yeah. like, he just goes straight down, right, all the way down, and it's muscular, it's not like fat, yeah, he's yeah. like not out of shape, but right. he's not like chiseled, you know, yeah, he's not like doing those, um, like Instagram muscle, right? You know, like he he doesn't want his muscles to look a certain way. He just wants to be really strong. He's no Kumail Nanjiani. So press is like so one of the things I want to talk about in this about yeah, this yeah. movie is how cool Michael Madsen is in this. Oh, movie. he's such a badass. There's okay. So for a long time, I feel like the only movie I liked him in was um, Reservoir Dogs. Not Kill Bill. Well. Between oh, Reservoir okay, Dogs okay. and Kill okay, Bill, yeah. like, I feel like everything I I like really liked him in was not there. There was nothing I really liked him in. Right. It was like he just he's in all these shitty movies. Yeah, and, and it's I guess it's not his fault. Like the dude's a fine actor. Yeah, but he just gets cast in these shitty roles because like he did a good job in Reservoir Dogs. Totally, and he's great in Kill Bill Volume Two. Like, yeah, oh my definitely. god, that role is just perfect. I feel like it's um, just Michael Madsen with a gun. But Michael Madsen is fucking great in this movie. Like yes. he's he's like the right amount of smarmy and kind of sarcastic, but he's not silly. No. And he actually comes off as like very capable and and like knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, he's arrogant, but like there's a reason he's arrogant. Yeah. Because he knows he's good. And and he's sh- he's shown to be good at killing people. Totally. Um or or monsters. Well, whatever. Yeah. Uh, he should definitely have a couple different suits because yes. he wears like those crazy like '90s suits, sport coats. And yeah, stuff, yeah, with like like you said, the the light, the wife beater underneath mm-hmm. it. It's just like sport coat over the top of undershirt. Yep, and then like very high waisted pants. Oh yeah, uh, with the belt 
with like the little skinny belt. Um, it's a look. He should come with a cat. <gasps> yes, <laughs> I forgot what the cat's name was. It was really cute. Did they? I didn't know I they named they the cat. I think they called the something. I just liked that as a humanizing him to show that like even mercenaries love cats. He's like, all right, I'm going on another murdering mission. Uh, will you watch my cat for me, Mrs. <laughs> old lady? Yeah, it was really cute. <laughs> it's adorable. Um, I do think it's funny that throughout most of the movie, he just uses a pistol. I feel like if I was him, I would have definitely had some kind of like assault rifle or shotgun. Oh, well, yeah. If you know, yeah, you know, it's not a person. Yeah. Yeah. It's a freaking alien. Like that is not an, a pistol is not a, an assassination weapon, you know, like. Well, not if you're expecting a lot of struggle. (laughs) Right. Right. Uh, I mean, at the end of the movie, they do get the flamethrowers out. Right. But like they should have had those the whole time. Then it would have been a short film. I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, most of the time he doesn't even fire his gun. He's just like, just like whooshing around the room. I got my gun. I got my gun. But yeah, that's it. Glasses, sunglasses, cool, cool jacket, big old pistol, flamethrower. Yeah. I mean, he comes with probably the most stuff. Yeah. Especially if we're putting the like rackle suit. Uh, I think that's the right word for it, but I'm not sure. I think it's short for the rackle being is like an acronym for the uh, the environment suit. Oh, like the contain. Okay, the containment suit thing. Yeah. I've never heard of that. Sorry. I think it. I heard it in a Scott Sigler book. I'll allow it. But I'll look it up. Before what if it's I just an alien name that he made up? It could be. Shout out to Scott Sigler. Sigler, my boy, you want to come make a toy line, dude? <laughs> I would love that. I Ooh, Earthcore be- toy line. Oh, fuck yeah! Right. I would be so useless talking to Scott Sigler on the phone. Uh, I would just be like, like so I love awesome. you so much. I love you, Scott Sigler. Oh my gosh. With your bald head and your sassy attitude. <laughs> Is he a- AFL? GFL? The GFL, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, yes. That's okay. another... Fuck, we gotta do those too. I need to listen to it. The Galactic Football League. Give me like six months and a bunch <laughs> of Valium, because dude, you were wrecked at the end of that. Yeah, those books... Sigler's books always find a way to fuck me up. Yeah. They're, he he's, he's like writing books about people getting dismembered in horrible ways, and he manages to like... Gives the characters an emotional core that actually makes you care about and them. And then it's he incredible. obliterates them on the page. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Scott Sigler. Oh my god, it's turned around. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the vehicles... Well, yeah, I mean... You, you mentioned the monster train, so I want you to describe okay. the monster train. Well, so, I mean... <laughs> m- the two vehicles that I came up with are both trains, <laughs> so that makes that easy, I guess. The only other vehicles in the movie is, like, you got, like, helicopters right. and cars. Right, the car that she stole, but, like, yeah, for... that would be pretty It would funny. be funny to have a playset of the beach and the car pulled to the side of the curb so you can reenact oh, I was the thinking most... of a different car. Oh, no, wait. You're, you're talking about the... I'm talking the... about the car that she, like, steals and she, then... She, like, kills the Playboy guy because he's diabetic. Correct. Which felt Ouch. like a personal attack Ouch. um and then and she just like it runs out of gas so she doesn't understand so she just gets out of the car and leaves right i was thinking about the car that she steals that she straps the woman into <gasps> who she like grafted her thumb dna onto, yes and 
I so forgot about that. I was that. thinking you have like just like a little sedan with a <laughs> with a burned body. It's oh, just like God. a crispy critter with uh, a thumb stuck in the handle of the door and it like maybe the car just like smokes. <laughs> Can we talk about the finger thing for a second? Yeah, that seems horrifying. Dude, okay, horrifying. Do you want to set it up or you want me I to mean, set it up? yeah, go for it. So, she's uh she's decided that the only way to get them off of her back is to make them think she's dead. Yes. Which is super it's smart. smart. Yeah. So she steals, she like kidnaps this woman um she just some random innocent woman. She clips off her own thumb Correct. with a hedge clipper. And then she clips off that lady's thumb and grafts her own thumb onto it so that that woman's DNA would be mixed with hers so that when they find her. So so then she she crashes a car into like a some electrical thing. It was like a <laughs> just like, yeah, transformer some or something. Huge things of gasoline and yep. then like crashes the car into it and jumps out at the last second. They see the big explosion and. And the scientists who are, like, really determined to get Syl are just like, that's it, she's, she's dead. She's dead! <laughs> like, they don't even care. A horrifying <laughs> mutilated corpse, but this thumb is probably hers? We did it, guys. <laughs> it's like, we, uh, she she showed up behind us in the, the hotel that we were staying at for no reason to lead them on a wild goose chase yeah. and then drives down a hill and dies. Yes. That's what happens. They yes. don't shoot her. They don't, like are about to catch her. It's not her. conspicuous at all. No, it's I mean, so if, funny. Look, you know, she's not human. Maybe she doesn't know how to drive a car. You could, you can make it make sense in I, your head. I mean, they're just ready for it to be over. I mean, look, I would be too. Okay. <laughs> if I'm a molecular biologist and you have me out here hunting a deadly alien life form, I'm going to be like, oh, good. It's over. I'm going to go back to my fucking lab now. Yeah. Maybe this was like uh, a very vague commentary on the like mission accomplished George oh, W. Bush thing. Dude, really? They're like, we did it. It's, it's over. The government. They're like, hey. <laughs> Great job, guys. Mission accomplished. Alien Man, eradicated. It's kind of what it felt like. <laughs> I never thought about that. <laughs> so yeah, so for me, um a hundred percent the two trains are my vehicles. So do the boring train. The first. boring train is obviously the first one. So I would say it would just be sort of her little train car. Okay. So it's like a playset. Like play- like a well, I mean, it is a vehicle. It would just be one of the cars. Okay, here's on... I'm picturing an entire train car, a whole train. But then, but then a train car, a whole train car. But then when you open it, it's just the room she was in. Okay, that's fair. So it like looks like a full train, okay. but it's just like a hollowed out play area. I'm you know? I'm on board with this. So yeah, you would have her little like cocoon that would have to sort of seep out of the corners. And I think that it should have a slit in it, and it should be big enough to fit a folded-up Barbie doll <laughs> inside of. It, it would be kind of like, do you remember the newborn Lurts toy from uh, Lord of the Rings? There's a real toy of that? Yeah, it's a literal fucking cocoon that uh, an orc Saruman's goes, Earth vagina? Blorp right on yes. out of it. And it's like... Ram. It's slimy Lurts. I had no idea that that was a real toy. Because <laughs> literally... Sure that's the scene I was picturing in my head. I was like, yes, just like when Lurtz emerges and is born from the orc pit. I think maybe that scene was just lifted from, from species. Probably. Peter Jackson loves that kind of fucked I mean, up shit. I love that kind of fucked up shit. It's, it's perfect. Uh, and honestly, same reaction. Natasha yeah. Henstridge, Lurtz, I'm there. It's like, 
They're beautiful. They're both beautiful. (laughs) This is a marvel. I'm so happy to be gifted with this sight Um, to see this. That would be amazing. But yeah, you could have your naked Barbie doll. You just push the button, a little button, and it just kind of pushes her through the the birthing canal. They have a soft brown tinted one just for the playset. (laughs) It comes with a slime jar. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but it's KY. Yeah. That's great. KY Pit He-Man. We got it. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) <laughs> and it could also come with would, the little snacks. Yeah, I was going to say it would have to come with um, Michelle Williams. Well, she... Okay. Because she's the one that goes into the slime pit. Yeah, I thought... Okay. And mm-hmm. Natasha Hentrich is the one that comes out. That's true. That's true. So we've, we're, like, combining uh, features. Yeah. Because there's, like, the there's like the Darth Vader transformation thing exactly. where you spin the little... Or the carbonite Michelle Williams goes playset. in. <laughs> gooey natasha henstridge comes out i think there's a um a swamp thing playset that does a similar thing where um there's definitely at least a few old like 80s like and 90s toy lines inspired. yeah where you like put a character in one side and spin it around and and it's a different character on the other side okay well i like that a lot i like yeah. um the the train car yeah. with, with the transforming set right and of course she'll come with like some snacks, the ticket. Yeah. If we're if we're getting crazy, we'll have an exclusive of the the train conductor lady. Yeah, I mean she was so she sweet. was so adorable. She was worried about her. Oh yeah. Oh my she god. Just wanted to help. The thing in that in this movie that there's several things that date this movie pretty heavily. Oh. But when uh, when Michelle Williams sits down at the table and pulls out the little mini DVD player. <gasps> oh. And god. it's like, it's like gigantic yeah. it's like the size of a small dog it's yes. like huge uh and it's this tiny little screen and she's just like "Ooh, she's watching tv it's like dude every child has a better screen than that like every child like your your <laughs> six-month-old niece has a better screen than that okay when when that was out that was fucking fancy exactly you, you didn't Top have a portable line. dvd player. god no Fuck who you. would you might have a game boy yeah or if your parents were really rich they had a tv in the car oh yeah but and those were but it, like vhs's yeah but you didn't have like a a truly portable no no like i certainly never did and you probably had to had to have batteries for that thing like you had to bring like 30 tons of d <laughs> batteries just to keep that oh thing going oh my god I can remember um, going on like a week long trip as a kid with my parents and having my my Walkman that still required batteries and having to like plan out, okay, I need to find like, okay, my dad literally kept the manuals for everything that we ever bought ever. (laughs) So you could, so I had to go look up like, is there an estimated playtime? Can I, okay, if I listen to my Walkman six <laughs> hours a day, how many batteries do I need? Gotta, like, budget your space and, yeah. and money, too. Yeah. Because batteries weren't free. No. My parents always impressed upon me how expensive batteries were. <laughs> and that I had to, like... Conserve your batteries. I had to, like, turn in my batteries to get new ones just so they knew I wasn't, like, I don't know... Does your dad around like, with batteries? lick his fingers and check like to see if there was like a charge? There's still a charge on there. Put them back in. Or did they use the battery tester that came in the Duracells? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Those never worked very well. No. <laughs> and the rechargers, those batteries never oh, no. kept a charge after the first time very I was, well. I thought I was such a hot shit because one Christmas, my parents... So we, we were doing Christmas and 
one of the big presents that mm-hmm. I opened was a set of rechargeable batteries and the charger. And it was this big thing. Like it was a huge like a thing. Like, yeah. And you just plug and one battery. Plug, into well, it. no, you could plug in like 12 batteries. Oh, okay. You dang. could do 12 double A's and two nine volts in this that Very would, it would all charge. Right. Yeah. And I opened that up and I was so disappointed. That was for you? Yeah. I was like, why did you get me rechargeable why? batteries and a, and a charger? And they're like, just wait. Okay. So then one I'm of like, the That's last guys. presents that I got was the G.I. Joe remote controlled car. Ooh. And it used six double re- oh A recharge, six double A batteries to, to run it. And so my parents had gotten me two sets totally of rechargeable fair. batteries. That's and it, really cute. It like continues a trend of me not realizing how thoughtful some of the gifts my parents got me were. Cause like I, I was not thrilled by that. The batteries? The batteries. Cause like I didn't what? realize okay. how no. cool that was. It's not though. It, out of context. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Out of context. Okay, they were obviously just playing a joke with you, like making you. Because if you don't were... want your kid to panic, you let them open the GI Joe thing first. <laughs> it's true. And then you're like, you're gonna have to pay for all these batteries <laughs> unless open this present. And then you're excited, but they were messing with you. I guess I, I, I think they thought I would like it because it was like responsible. That's horrible. <laughs> I, there's a, there's because the what twelve year old kid for Christmas doesn't want to be told that they're I'm hey, self sufficient. You're so responsible. <laughs> I don't. I have got to... you a life insurance policy <laughs> for your Christmas present. Well, and really, that gift was for them because they were the ones who were going to have to buy me batteries. That's true. So also, like, they saved themselves. It the probably hassle. got you out of the house. For like hours it at a did. time. That thing was great. You could actually <laughs> plug a GI, like an actual GI Joe figure. It had a little oh, clip fit? that went around his waist, That's and so cute. you could have your favorite GI Joe driving around in a remote control oh car. My gosh. It was fucking awesome. That's really cute. So obviously, like, I think your story has inspired me that maybe we have a remote control <laughs> HR Geeker monster train. <laughs> It's a it's a it's a train play set. Oh my god! I think god. it should be like an actual train set. Oh my god! And there can be a little. I mean, look in oh. this day and age, it can be a train set and like a app control. Oh, that's I can true. Drive my train around. Oh my god! It's like a slot car, a slot train. Seems and kind it, of amazing. And it has a and little. And it has the clear... chugging bones oh on god. the side. It has and a, the little skull cars. A little clear uh, plastic connector to a little tiny Natasha Henstridge. Oh that, my god! That is in front of it. Oh no! So as it goes she's around like, the train, <laughs> she's running. Because <laughs> yeah, like you know, we're not given a lot of uh, context for like what it is, no. or like if this is something from her home planet, or if this is just like a nightmare she's having. Well, the, so the story about the monster train, yeah, is that. It was something that Giger came up with mm-hmm. and he didn't have any idea what it was going to be. Fair. And the, but, but it looks so cool that yeah. they wrote it into the movie and it's supposed to be her having visions of like her, uh, desire. Like oh. it's like her drive is like coming up on her and making her do the th- the bad stuff. Cause friend, that is a death train. Yeah, it's supposed to like, be. It's not explained at all, yeah. but the way that they like, explain okay, it in the, it should be shaped more like a penis. Then, I mean, it's or a fetus. 
I don't know. Giger could have. I suppose. They use, I think they use the imagery in part two a little bit more. Uh And it's supposed to represent the two aliens coming towards each other. Like the train is like, it's like they're going towards each other so they can fuck. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, but in this one, it's. Are there people who want to fuck a train? No. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. No, I meant like as a side, like, you know, there's like these stories of people who are like sexually obsessed with their cars and stuff. There's definitely people that want to fuck a train. I don't, I've never heard of it, but (laughs) it's. Oh, there was that lady who um, had a private airplane and she like convinced Boeing to like. Oh yeah, she would come and hang out with it. To come like have a romantic picnic with her. Tra- I think her she, plane lover. I think she paid them to yeah. be able to do it. I'm I, sorry. Okay. No, no, that's that's why I'm confident that there is someone who train loves fuckers. a train. Yeah. Got it. I don't know what what part is the hole that you fuck or what part fucks you, but it's all up to you. I guess this coal and the, the train coal, and the whatever you shoot. consensually decide. <laughs> you just only open the coal chute <laughs> a little bit, just a little bit. But so the the story that I, as I remember it with yeah, the yeah. train thing is that basically. It was this really cool looking scene that was very poorly explained. Mm -hmm. And the studio was like, we're not paying for that. (laughs) It's going to cost like a million dollars to film that. And it's not even going to be worth it. And so Giger was like, I'll pay for it. (laughs) And so he literally, out of his own pocket, paid the million dollars or whatever it was to, to film this like 20 second scene of Natasha Henstridge running slowly from a monster train. And it made an impression, Dude, so he was right. It's it's fucking crazy because it's right. this big skeletal monster, like sill alien train, and it's yeah, still it's got definitely the like the chugga chugga appears to be biological. Yeah, somewhat. It's a cool concept because it's like the only thing she really knows outside of the laboratory is this train. The, right. So the train is like where she had like a traumatic rebirthing experience. Yeah, like, yeah, it's neat. Um. Oh God, I love the idea of a remote-controlled train, like the train car, like a uh, what is it, Lionel trains? Yeah, something in the like a train yeah. scale. Get with us, Lionel. We got you, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be the hottest seller this Christmas. Definitely, because I'm sure people still buy train sets. <laughs> it's only grown men. It's only like seventy-five-year-old men, probably they, who grew up loving trains. Yeah, I bet you a lot of them do Legos now. Instead oh, you think of, so? It's like yeah. a gateway drug. Yeah. Well, no, I mean like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean like instead of people growing up and being like, "I used to want trains. I'm gonna have a big train set." Right. They they have like Legos instead. That's fair. It's like if we did Gomez Adams, like if he was created now. Yeah. Instead of having his big train set, oh, yeah. he would just have a big Lego village. Oh, fair. The monster train is fucking awesome, and I I, I am so proud. To be married to you because you came up with the idea of a... Just wheezed like Muttley. <laughs> and now I'm even more proud <laughs> that you came up with that idea of like the slot car train of, of the monster train. Yeah. I am... I could not be happier. It's awesome. The place that is tough because the train is kind that the train is kind of an important set piece. Totally. The, I think you have a lot of really viable play sets. Yeah, she never she doesn't stay in one place very no, long. No, because like honestly, you could do the hotel. You just have the bar and then two rooms on top. Yeah, and have okay. like an open diorama play set, like half of a a toy house. 
the bar is like a, a Malibu it, Barbie Malibu dream <laughs> murder hotel. It's it could be like Legends of the Hidden Temple. That's where, basically what I mean. Where each room is a different. The fourth wall place. is open, and yeah. each one is a different area. It, you have like the that yeah you have the te- the. The id, club id, yes, which is a club. great fake club name. It is. You could have, and then you could also have like the bathroom where she busts through the back and tears that woman in half. Yep. All's fair in love and war, hun. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> she told her to. Kill. And then she just goes home and kills that guy anyway. Well, but that I guy mean, was, he was rapey. To be fair, he was diabetic. So to be fair. wasn't he also rapey? <laughs> he was. Yeah, it was like. It's like that it, sort of casual 90s sexism yeah, that yeah. you could get away with back then, which is really awful. It's it's but just it's like weird. you you seduced me and led me here, but now you said no, well too bad. It's like full stop if if the other person says stop, you should stop. Totally. But also it is kind of fucked up that she took her shirt off in the bar, she walked up to him, him and was home. like, "Let's go fuck at your house." Yes. And then when they got there, after she watched him towel his dick, she like, with no explanation, said, I want to go home. Like, that's kind of fucked up. Now, it's her right. Totally. But it would be understandable for him to be confused. It's okay to be even angry about it, as long as you're not angry to that person. Yeah. Like, totally fine, but also just be like... Fine, get the fuck out Dude, then. The, the like, like hard right turn of his character, he's like, and then he's just like, I right. will rape you now. He's like, um, I'm trying to think the exact uh, phrase. You it's don't like, get to go home. He, he's like, um, all right, you said no, acknowledged, but you know what this was. You knew what this was, so get over here or something yeah, like that. Which, it's like, like what? That, that was not what that guy was like. He was like. like a gentleman the whole time. Yeah, he and, seemed cool, man. I mean, look. Like, I mean, he's a little greasy for my tastes, but like that looks, dude could just go right back to the club and get another girl. He looks like the lead singer from Nickelback. Oh my god. It's Chad Kroger. I think Chad Kroger is is objectively prettier than, than that, that guy. guy? Oh, okay. I was going to say I thought that guy was better looking than Chad Kroger. Hmm. Now I'm going to have to do an in-depth study. <laughs> Focus group. So like if you want to be part of our study where we decide who's hotter right chad kroger or this douchebag robbie guy. the diabetic guy that's his whole name that's the new the new mascot for the american diabetes association <laughs> <Robbie> the diabetic. <laughs> hey wanna fuck <laughs> oh no, no you're diabetic fuck. <laughs> oh no <laughs> that's, that's that it. just sums up our relationship i mean as you know diabetics are all rapists yes. so that's one of the things from the novelization that I remember. Oh, really? Is they describe her seeing this like aura coming off of him because oh, it's like POV sill his... where she's like, but something's wrong with him. And like the narrator describes that she sees like a green cloud. So she knows he's like genetically inferior. It's like the zombies in World War Z. Yes, exactly. They stole it from species. Totally. Uh, it all comes back to species. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I really wish they would have done that because yeah. they show her kind of like doing that, but they, but they didn't don't put the CG it. in. No. They, they could have definitely done like some alien vision. Yeah. Or even just like her seeing like a haze over him or. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't have to explain auras or whatever. It, it like... would have made Syl seem like less of a cock tease. Yeah. And also, <laughs> by the way, like we don't even really know if that's why. It's because true. they don't investigate that guy and being diabetic doesn't 
necessarily preclude you from reproduction. It no, it's could supposed pass to be, on to your children, but like yeah, it's supposed to be that like Syl doesn't want to. Like if Syl is that picky, her, she's gonna yeah, have a problem. She is. Yeah, she should have not gotten a guy with greasy hair. If she wanted. Yeah, she shouldn't really have gone have... to a club. Probably <laughs> gone to like right. a library book club or something. <laughs> Not Just, a dance club. If she was really looking for something, she should have broken into like a fertilization clinic and Fair. just started like shooting stuff up there. Oh, yeah. And just like just whatever. Pipette, 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 pipette. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. That's horrifying. <laughs> That's the real uh, horror sequel of Species. Is yeah. And the aliens just show up and just start impregnating themselves. Yeah. That's all conveniently located in one building. Then they don't have to be hot either. Like, it's it's just way more convenient. Really, she should have gone for, like, a more desperate guy who wasn't going to be... She eventually got there. Such a creep. Yeah, she did. (laughs) Uh, She's going to be grateful for the opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Just, like, really loving it. Yeah. And and it'll be over faster. (laughs) So she doesn't have to wait for him, you know? She's just like... Right. Wrap it up, buddy. Wrap it up. Uh, and that would not be a problem for no. anyone with Natasha Henstridge, I would assume. So you're talking about the playset and how it would be different rooms representing different places. Yeah. I think that's such a cool idea. So we talked about the club, the club id. Right. And then maybe we have like a generic cool apartment because like I couldn't tell the difference between uh, Chad Kroger's apartment <laughs> And the other long-haired rich guy. Yeah, I really struggled to remember the differences between those two. Those the guys at least had like they're a little different, different faces, yeah. and um, but like their apartments were could have been the same place. Yeah, because we don't see that much of them. No, uh, so it well, could I mean, just one's be... like a house, right? They're both houses. Though, oh right? yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, there's so we spend more time in the hot tub, right, with the second That's guy, fair. but like. The house still is like a palatial California yeah. manor or whatever. Um, so it could just be like a generic, cool, like, room with a hot tub in yeah. it to represent that. Wasn't the hot tub outside? It was, but this doesn't have to be perfect. It's a children's toy. <laughs> it's a children's toy <laughs> of a murder-rape hot tub <laughs> next to a dance club where she rips a woman in half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Let's see. What's so we need? Um, we t- we already talked about doing a, like a set that comes with press and Laura mm-hmm. and the little thing. So that doesn't have to be part of it, right? But we could do the laboratory from the beginning of the movie with okay. like the big containment. Cell. That would be so big, though. It would. It wouldn't have because that was be. my other thought for a place that would be the lab. Although, like, not a ton of stuff happens there. Yes, yeah, really and it feels kind of scenes. fucked up to create a lab specifically to cyanide gas a child. Yeah. So. But you, but you could do a cool effect where you have like, uh, like little cotton balls that go across Ooh. the uh, front of it, so it looks like she's what getting if, gassed. What if? Oh god, hear me out. I'm listening, baby. Snow globe of Sil's containment chamber, <laughs> and it's clear, and everybody's all bolted in place except for Sil. Uh huh. And then when you shake it, matte green glitter goes up shakes all, all through and clouds and somehow it like changes to the alien or something or or just the little sill floats just around still kind of too. floats around in there i mean i and I then don't... if you leave it sit then it all settles back down to the floor <laughs> and it's just regular sill containment center snow globe that is a very niche product i'll have to say 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if I would buy that being a bit. I'm you pro- would. Okay. You dirty liar. In the, in the world we're in now where the number of species merchandise is like two. Yeah. Uh, I would absolutely yeah. buy that. But like if, if it was a world where there are other species items, I would probably be a little more selective. But I'm not that selective, so. No, you're not. Look at our house. I am. I am. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, that I mean, I think that kind of covers it. Like, we got oh, the, yeah. the well, play set. Well, I have one last thing. I'm ready. I'm ratty. The, the, the ratty! Rat. Oh, we need the silhouette. I want so much product of the ratty. <laughs> I want um, a little, like... You know, somebody needs to come with a little plastic ratty and then the normal rat. Probably just Sil comes with it, right? That's fair. Um, Maybe alien Sil, like full on alien Sil comes with it. Um, But I also want a plush of that adorable, horrifying ratty with its crazy long tongue. Squeeze them and the tongue would stick out. Like those frog toys. Yes. Those like blah. Yes. (laughs) Literally. like that. I love love the rat. I meant to mention him earlier and forgot totally need a plastic rat that you squeeze and the tongue comes out <laughs> yeah and then a plush of because that rat is like huge it's gigantic it's like normal rat and then like six other rats together it makes this other rat yeah like yeah i'm glad he's you wonderful that. Um, also i think if um there was going to be like a movie re-release around the toy line um, wave coming out. Genius. That put it back in theaters like Star Wars. Put it back in theaters and then Movie Tavern will have um, special Long Island iced teas. Oh, I love it. Or like Long Island Long ice... Isle Dan iced teas. Yeah, I don't know. We'll come up with a funny fun later. They're, I'm not oh, that smart. They're, um, they're premonition uh, cocktails. Empath. Yeah. 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 That's what they call them, huh? Is an empath. An empath, yeah. That that would be great. What what's another uh, cocktail that we could have in this Ooh. thing? You could have like um, some kind of a licorice drink that's like dying it black or something Ooh, like yeah. that. Um, maybe like a cyanide. Oh no! <laughs> With dry ice. Yeah, With but it would ice. have to be like a like a um, creme de not creme de menthe, but like what's there's like translucent green liquors right i'm like not a absinthe? drinker yeah sure absinthe is have green. have a dry ice absinthe drink that's called cyanide gas dropping in the canisters or something like yeah. that yeah oh you could have a chocolate pudding one to go with uh all the chocolate pudding she eats at the beginning of the <laughs> that movie that is true she's just it's, like blah, blah, somebody blah. definitely <laughs> specifically wrote that scene for themselves oh yeah you know yeah, they wanted to see Michelle Williams sticking like, her fingers in pudding. And then just, like, licking them off very <laughs> intently. The telling scene will be if we go to YouTube and there's a video that's just that looped over and over again. Of oh. Just like... It's like anti-ASMR. Oh, yeah. It just makes me cringe. It makes yeah. me uncomfortable. RMSA. <laughs> there you go. Sure. <laughs> You could do like you could do one called like Love and War that looks like a and it has like a bloody bone floating in them in it like that lady's spine. That lady's, it's like a swizzle stick that's a spine. Ouch. I'm I'm hopefully the the listeners will uh, have some good ideas for oh I'm sure cocktails for us. Oh my god, I never said it. Oh my god, we got so distracted by stuff that I forgot to say it. What did about you... the finger cutting off thing? So with her finger thing, there's a connection. To subspecies. 
you're right. Because there was that moment where she was like cutting off her thumb, and I was like, "Is it gonna turn into a?" Oh my god, that was like, been incredible. "Is this really related?" Oh my god, she found a, a new way to reproduce. She just yep. clip off her finger. She should have gone and talked to Radu. <laughs> I'm just saying, he would have made things so much. There easier There were connections for her. there that we hadn't even thought about before. That's incredible. Not only the name. Not only that they're both surprisingly good movies, right? But they also have some weird clipping off your fingers. Weird on clipping purpose. off of your fingers. That's fucking awesome. So, <laughs> just saying. I'm so glad you remembered that because <laughs> that's incredible. Well, do we want to give any homework? We already said that we were going to do Cabin in the Woods, right? So that's already out. Still there. happening. Um, we talked about in this episode, we, it may not make it in, but mm. I'm going to say it anyway. We, we talked about, uh, some Scott Sigler books. That's true. That's There's true. Hannibal. Earth Core. Oh yeah. Not, that's uh, not a Scott Sigler book. Hannibal. That, no. Oh no, that's not. No. <laughs> what I'm saying is the, the specifically the Scott Sigler books right. that I think would be really cool is Earth Core and its follow up, uh, Mount Fitzroy. Mm-hmm. Uh, which are excellent sci-fi available anywhere books and audiobooks are available the other was the galactic football league yeah which is uh, maybe that's too tall of an order it's such a long series uh but it's a great series about football and space if you like sports and space you'll like it i don't like sports and i love it so (laughs) you do love sports though you just don't love playing sports you love like the nostalgia of collecting sports i do love sports cards so that's a love of sports it's so the thing that i think sigler does so well is that he only tells you the exciting parts of the games (laughs) so like the books are about what happens between games and then when there are games, we hear about the exciting, like, the crazy here's the plays. pivotal plays right. that won the game. If if football games were just, like, condensed down to 20 minutes, right. I would probably watch them all the time. Sure. But three or four hours is a tough yeah, pill to swallow. Yeah, I feel you. What, so, uh, Hannibal? Yeah, the TV series Hannibal by Brian Fuller. So good. Incredible. Uh, Maybe if we, if you guys want to tell us like what you think of those would be the most interesting or any other suggestions of yeah, stuff that y'all want to hear about. We just want to hear from you. Yeah. Tell us you exist. Damn it. Six figures to be.